Hey, this is Ken Reed, voice of the Dartmouth Olin Exports on Access Cable 10, access to the information highway in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, circa 1997, and you're listening to the Monday Nooner. Hey, this is Colby Armstrong, and you're listening to the Monday Nooner. If you didn't get skating lessons in Saskatchewan from my mom, Rosie, then you suck at skating. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football, and here comes Bazin. He's got some speed stretch with the D. Oh, Oh, what's he going to do? He's shooting the roof, Daddy! Oh, look at that! Look at this, look at that! She never thought I'd be a star Had no money and I had no car Got lucky, got a break Made some money, that's all it takes And that, that's forever And that, that's forever Well, hello and a big welcome to all the degenerates Pigeons tuned in. Welcome to Twirl 174, the Monday Nooner podcast. Pod, as always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Rosetown Mainline, also the Mainline Automotive Group with locations in Southie, Kindersley, Manitou out there at Watrous. They've got you uh, dialed in on Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and uh, GMCs. Let's get into them in a minute. I wanted to mention off the top, guys, been a while since we mentioned this, our theme song Fran Moran and the Nervous Rex. I know we got a lot of new listeners. That song is called Lines on My Face. Been using that one for about three and a half years. So if you're looking for some music to play, as you're driving up and down the highway, check out the album from Fran Moran and the Nervous Rex. That is a really good point. We haven't mentioned that in so long. It's a great album. And if you listen to the pod, it's one of those things, right? Where you go back and you're like, fuck, I like that song. Just because you hear it so much, like a theme song from a sitcom in the back in the day. <laughs> that's company. right. Yeah, that's the official band of the Monday Nooner podcast. I wanted to give them a little plug. Uh, so nothing, we haven't done that for probably a, a good year. Nothing wrong with uh, your cousin there, that band. I listened to a few of their tunes. Yeah. Jake uh, V. Vaudland, v. yeah. Big old school suit guy. I, I got to go see them now that you teed it up on the last episode, what they sound like. But he actually, uh, uh, before you get into it, he actually shops at a place in Saskatoon called Better Off Duds. I guess they, uh, people like turn in their old clothes like that and stuff. And that's where he buys all of his suits. So if you're in the market for a cheap suit in Value Village, doesn't have anything in your size. I don't even know if they're cheap, to be honest, but I know it's a store called Better Off Duds. I think it's close to one of the bridges in Saskatoon. How did that conversation go down? Were you get were you just at one of their shows and you're like, really like your clothes? Well, you know where I get them and better off that. Yeah. He actually in his in his full show, like with the Hunter Brothers, just did a 10 to 15 minute set. In his full show, he has a little jingle he wrote about better off duds. <laughs> of course he did. He gets 20% awesome. off, I think, in, in what a turn beauty. for the uh the jingle. Our no so. free plug thing just went out the no window. No free plug segment. Hey, we don't have an official uh tailor or suit store or uh <laughs> What do you call that secondhand distributor? The uh, Nooner, so Nooner, Nooner clothes. Oh, just getting, getting gear. Didn't someone putting... say they? Didn't someone say they found some Nooner gear at Value Village? Yeah, uh, Kindop sold. Uh, Kindop <laughs> did a blowout sale, I think. <laughs> hey, by the way, that the uh, better off duds. Might as well just get into it while we're here. Five ten a thirty third Street West, Saskatoon. <laughs> Oh, I'm going by there on Saturday. Because my buddy's in, grab a suit. My buddy's store. Maybe I'll do like a walk and talk, uh, and then I'll post live it. show. Yeah, take the hey, with you. Get a nice speaking of uh, shirt for mom's house for Christmas supper. Saskatoon. If you need to pick up some off sale, 
do not go to the Granada house on uh, 22nd. Oh, I go to the you Granada not make... all the time. We were parked. I was up in Saskatoon a week or so ago for a work function, and, and we stopped there to pick something up. And my life, I thought, was in jeopardy for like four minutes. But he comes back to the truck. I had all the doors locked, right? Like I was like, that, I was a little sketched. That is, their food is so good. It is a nice sit-down restaurant in Saskatoon. It's famous. It's been around forever. The Granada House, I'm telling you, it is iconic. Am it I is, thinking of the uh, wrong yeah, place here? It's on I and 22nd. Here's another hot There's a ki- kitty corner. There used to be um, kind of like a, a store and then apartments behind it. That was the last paper I had to deliver every morning. Was all the way freaking up there. Then hoof it four blocks back down to I and 16th. Granada oh, House. Is shit. it close to the co-op gas bar? Yes. Yeah. That is a, that is a, uh, like that's yeah, where you take your family there, when you go to town. Think fits in. I heard, I heard the blue, if we're going to rank tough Saskatoon <laughs> restaurants, I heard the blue diamond is now ranked number one. That's such up a, the road a bit. Yeah. You get sweet fucked spot. up there, man. Such a number one spot. dive bar, according to the Monday nooner dive bar. Oh, top no, 10. Don't, don't go to the bar at Granada. Go to eat. Oh, Anytime the off-sale worker is behind a bulletproof piece of glass, you know it's a sketchy situation. Just maybe she's worried about COVID. (laughs) She's from Winnipeg. Yeah, maybe it's not bulletproof. Maybe it's just COVID proof. Just COVID proof. Um, Classic nooner. King of trucks. Yes. We mentioned where they are in December, 15 grand off those uh, Ram 1500s. Yeah. Yeah. The Ram truck, big screens. I saw one this morning, actually. Walked by it. I uh, don't know where it was purchased, but it was a Dodge 15. I just kind of gave it a little licky-loo as I was going in the rink. Shink those. It, was, it looked like my laptop on yeah. the dash. It's huge. They're, they're huge. You know yeah. uh, though. You know what's really nice? And now I'm starting to see, see more Rockets driving one. Like I think Mrs. S might need one is the Wagoneer. Yeah. You know how we joke about it's always the blonde with the fake lips and eyelashes yeah. driving the, the Denali Caddy. or the Cadillac Escalade. Well, now, well, be now the Wagoneer. Now I'm starting to see it with the Wagoneer. Those are nice vehicles. Also, they have tons of stock, yes. especially at the Chrysler stores, their mainline group. New new and used. Yep. There's the Wagoneers and then there's the Grand Wagoneers. Ooh. It's like one step up. It's like the Another big level. lips and Botox and uh, full uh, entourage. I think there is a bigger one, though, called the Grand Wagoneer. So every time I see one driving down the road, I say to myself, could have been a bit of a Wagoneer, like every time. <laughs> Just having fun with yourself. Anyway, lots of stock, 15000 off the 1500s. It's never been a better time to get a Jeep right around Christmas, maybe. Surprise the family with with something nice, especially if, you're, if your wife has fake eyelashes and jars and all that stuff. And it's warm out. Mainline, King of Trucks, all the locations, Rose Town, Watrous, Southie, and Kindersley. Last show recap, fellas. Aaron Miller, Killer Miller. Arctic Spas, Regina and Saskatoon. Before we get into Miller, there has never been a better time to own a hot tub than this November, December. It's not cold. Beautiful. <laughs> it is like the best, like really best times to hot tub are in that late fall, fall, and then early spring. That's it's what still, it's like yeah. every night, except when it's windy. Power bill is only $4 a month running them right now. Yeah. 
Arctic Spa, Regina, and Saskatoon. You can control everything from your phone these days. It's called Spa Boy. They come and hook you up. You can turn the it up. You can turn it down. Put you know, see where your pH level is. It's unreal. They got tubs Big. starting at just over nine grand. Made in Canada, so they're made for the weather that we have in this beautiful country. Arctic Spa, Regina, and Saskatoon. Tell them the Nooner Boys sent you. Get you a few extra hundo. But I get you some chemical too. Hey, before we get into last show, what would be the Regina version of the Granada House? I knew you were <laughs> going to ask that earlier. Um, <laughs> Thought you'd have one ready. I gave you Winni- five minutes. The Winnipeg version would be Silver Heights on Portage. I just okay. was there and spent okay. a lot of time there. But so we, um, we're talking like divey, but but good. Good Is food. What, you know what Go the ahead. version was in Lloydminster? They used to have a Chinese place along the border called Shangri La. Asian. Very sketchy place, but very good food. Shout oh, out Lord I remember that place. Yeah, they moved so into a new building. Be I, I this is going off the rails. I was I just drove through Lloyd a couple of weeks ago to Edmonton. <laughs> I drove by my old um, suite up top, right across from Kindersley Transport, <laughs> up there. Then I Honeymoon. drove Kid Scotty's. Uh, is it Kid Scotty or the town before Lloyd? Their golf course is right on the highway. Like I would, Scotty, you love the paralyzer. Yep, we know. I would start my cut on that one par four, almost over the second part of the highway, and then try and cut it back. It was, it was great. Ah, the Granada House equivalent in Regina, like, uh, what's the best Greek restaurant in Regina besides Western Pizza? Yeah, I was thinking like sketchy but good, like hidden gem where people wouldn't go there willingly. That's a tough one to put on the spot. Somebody will tweet us with their, uh, yeah, you know, a place you don't want to eat in, but you take out kind Lake of place. Shore. The Lake Shore. If you put the Lake Shore over by McDonald's on Albert and Dudney. Yeah. Okay. Can we do that? I Man, can see that. The show's going to go off the rails and I love it. Okay, let's, I love uh, about this. Aaron Miller. Yeah. Last show recap, Aaron Miller, Killer Miller out there in uh, Estevan. Obviously, that was a solo uh, project for yourself. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was good for sure. He didn't. Uh, he's got a good memory for sure. He's got uh, some name lots drops, of stories. Good memory, lots of stories out there. Uh, thought it was fantastic. Good storyteller. He was. He was the guy in Spokane, possibly when he was playing minor pro, and they had to go to the schools and read to the kids. Aaron's your guy, and he Aaron. didn't need the. He didn't need the book. Aaron's just went off memory, just yeah. made it up as he went along. No, he probably got out of like a curious George and went through it with the kids, but could really paint the picture yeah. of things. Use, use his hands. I might uh, I might see him here Friday night in Estevan. Oh. Depends what time they're playing a neutral site game in Mydale. I don't think mm. I'm going to go out there. I think I'm going to go to Oxbow for a bit, but uh, they said they all congregate after the game. I'm like, let me know. Pub crawl. Boots on the ground in the Southeast. Yeah, but yeah. Miller was good. And again, that was the last show recap. A little sideways for Arctic Spa, Regina, and Saskatoon. It did prime me up to think that we got to do more of those uh, live shows. It's it's obviously hard, us living in Regina and such. But the live show, there's just an element of people in the background, glasses clinking. You know, you get the ambiance of the uh, yeah. room. I think we need to. I think we need to do a live show, all of us. Guy getting just, stabbed in the corner if you do it at Granada House. Yeah. <laughs> just chuck on the brown leather coats. <laughs> Old school style, the Herbie yeah. T, and away uh, we go. Come Herbie. up, come up for General Well. Someone take that one. Bigger companies out there in Carnduff, they are hiring um, at a lot of their companies. If but you want to go down there and work in the oil field, and make some ridiculously big cash. 
and uh, work hard and play a little senior hockey. Mike Fowler and, and their guys are the ones to chat with Southeast Saskatchewan, Southwestern Manitoba. And I know last show we talked about how they are hiring 1A drivers out there, winch trucks and whatnot, get boots on the ground and, uh, and reach out to them if you're if you're looking for a place of employment. No criminal record check necessary. Ooh. So if you go to the Granada House, you're probably okay. Yeah, yeah big nice. A one guy. Coming up, uh, I think I feel like this show is going to be long. Like I got a lot of take a seats, a lot of <laughs> shout outs personally. <laughs> it's okay because the interview is a little shorter than some of them, so we'll make up that 15 minutes uh, <laughs> with with Jap and with the fellas. Ken Reed what? though. Yeah. Ken Reed, Danny Reed. sportscaster. It was interesting because obviously I see him every Monday to Thursday on uh, Sportsnet Connected, but to see some of his past and the fact he did work in media in Edmonton and Calgary and stuff. And obviously Belter wasn't there because he only bats 500 on making interviews, yeah. but uh, big hockey card guy. Uh, uh, actually, that, that's I found cool. an article it. after that said he might yeah. be the, he might have the biggest hockey card collection in Canada. Wow. It was like 50,000 or was it 500,000 cards? Because Donald an article from Donald's out. book exchange in Saskatoon passed away. That was just that was close to Granada House as well. So he's got the biggest collection. Yeah, Belter, you got to see this video. Wow. You gotta listen to the interview and then we'll show you the video. Yeah. He actually like opens an old pack of hockey cards on the air with us. Like cool. a 1990. Uh, two of those yeah. players have scallets, but we don't want to bury the lead there with the uh, interview coming up with Ken Reed. Shout out Ali Afraidy. Johnny, here's Beauty. a funny Ken Reed story. Yesterday, I was driving uh, the old Saskatchewan Highway for work, and I was bored. And I, for some reason, put on the NHL network on satellite radio, which I don't really like listening to. But then they had this topic about, just call in, tell us something about hockey that we don't know. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then, like, you could tell they were baiting for people to call in. So I'm like, I'll call in. So the guy made me host. He goes, what do you, you want to talk about? I'm like, ah, I want to talk about how their rumor was Ethan Bear was going to be playing senior hockey in Saskatchewan, but now it looks like he's going to sign with the Washington Capitals. And I want to tell you about the next phenom that's 13 years old from Saskatchewan. The guy's like, oh, that's pretty good. Do you work in like, uh, you know? And I'm like, no, I used to. I said, so he's like, put me on hold. Big anyway, guy. they come back and and it's just these two guys I've never heard of. Like I wanted to say first time, first time. Cause I, you know, first time, long time. It was like first time, first time. And uh, all of a sudden they're like, Hey, joining us for the next hour is Ken Reed from Sportsnet and, and all this. So then I'm like, Oh shit, this is so funny. And then Ken Reed drops a danger Bay. Remember that old TV show belts, a danger Bay reference. So then they're like, all right, we're going to Barry who's in Watrous. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Hey, uh, yeah, this is actually really funny that Ken's on. I'm like, Ken, it's Barry slash Barty from the Monday noon or love the danger Bay reference to said not almost as good as our, uh, Degrassi junior high one that we make on our pod. He goes, he goes, isn't this the most Sasky thing ever? He goes into Sasky. Um, yeah, it was it was actually quite funny. And he he asked, uh, and he had a Colby Armstrong story. story. We chatted for a bit. And then I just, uh, yeah, I mentioned about Ethan Bear. And he goes, isn't that a Sasky thing? Rumors that he's going to be playing senior instead of signing in the NHL. And then uh, I mentioned about Maddox Schultz, which is going to get into my shout outs here. So, yeah, it was funny. Another little Ken Reed tie in this week. What time was that at? I got the subscription. I can listen back. I don't even know what show it was, man. I, it was at, it was like it was obviously live. in the morning, 1030 in the morning. Okay. Yeah. I'll that, listen that back. shows live like on TV. No, on the radio. Cause oh, I listen, okay. like I listen to them actually quite often in the morning, Scott Lachlan and Gord Stellick new vehicle. Right. So I got the free XM right now. So I'll be buzzing, uh, 
Wasn't that, but no, that's awesome. Shout out. Uh, did you, you got a few Nooner references out there? Well, I just said the, like the Nooner off the top and then he went into it. And then I said, well, nice. when we had you on, we talked about the Degrassi story, which people, I don't want to ruin it. People hear it when we, when we talk about it. It's good. That's cool. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the come up for this week. Why don't we get into shout outs? The aforementioned shout outs. You said you've got a boatload of them for Synergy AG. Local crop input retailer, soil plant analytics. Check them out. Locations all throughout Saski. What uh, you've got go a couple. First. I've been talking I've, for a long time here. I've got a lot of the same ones you have. Unfortunately, I can tell already. But uh, let's pull it up here. Uh, oh yeah, I want to give a shout out to former guest. Actually, I think we had him on in the very preliminary stages as a secondary uh, guest. Roddy Hauk was he on at one point? Beauty, yeah. Beauty. So I'm in the I'm in the line at the uh, rodeo for Agribition. My tickets didn't scan, so I had to go back in the line to get them reprinted. And I'm talking to the uh, the person working the window. I can't think of what they call themselves, but uh, Winnipeg and Winnipeg person. I'm like, yeah, these ones can't blah, blah. And the guy next Ronaldo. to me turns over, and before he said anything, I recognize that voice. He's like, "You're from the Nooner." <laughs> he recognized my voice talking to the person working the window. He's like, "Big fan," and I was like, "Yeah, I think you're on at one point." But uh, he's. That's how freaking observant he is. Like he was yeah. an unbelievable goalie, right? Yeah. Yeah. He picked it up. He's a just, great guy. He'll talk hockey forever. Everyone thinks he was unbelievable except Doug Sauter. Cause remember he's kind of saying, we didn't have a goalie that year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I know you want to say something about him, Shane. He said to me, he's like, I'd love it. If, I love the show. The only request I'd have is that you give the odd plug to you sports because i think his kid plays for the cougars but he's like it's such good hockey it doesn't get any talk anywhere and obviously our plate is pretty full with senior but i did want to shout out you sport i'm gonna go uh the first weekend in january huskies and Jan uh cougars jan 7th i think it's yeah, yeah. yeah. lot so, of people are going to that it'll be good. home and home and then saskatoon also the females home and home as well so yeah. it's like a uh full actually yeah, I think the females Friday, Sunday, and then the men Friday, Saturday. So. We're going to that too. Yeah. I smell live show on the oh, good. There we go. Buzz one out. Added so, up. Roddy, tell us about that time Doug Sauter said you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but we knew how many people we could get. There'd be tons of guests walking around there. Oh, yeah. Ross a mini donut. Have a mini donut and an 016. Boys will be buzzing. Get yeah, so I wanted to give... For- Get the mini donut guy on with the skull. How long have you been in yeah. biz? What's your favorite place? What's your favorite place you've ever sold donuts at? If I'll we're gonna go into the oil, if we're gonna do a skullet episode, we could also get the uh, the 016 plane guy yeah. at the Pats games. <laughs> Leather vest. Yeah, he's got a skullet too. Get a live uh, recorded Probably interview has with Brady, and we got a full skullet show. I was just gonna say, <laughs> cap it off with a little Al. Yeah, that <laughs> that guy, that guy's skullet and leather vest guy. That guy means business. He's not. That guy good. has been to the Granada House. Next he shout has, out. He has been. Free plug. Melty, uh, you got anything? Yeah, I got a shout out. Uh, we talked about it a lot this week, but shout out to Kelly Chase. I know he got diagnosed this week with uh, leukemia, but obviously tough SOB is going to beat that as well. So uh, yeah, shout out to Chaser. Thinking of you, buddy. Yeah. I was thinking about that photo of him in the Nooner plate shirt in uh, the Leaning Tower of, is it Pisa belts? Rome? Yeah. Pizza. Didn't he take a picture and send it in to us? Yeah. We're in the, the play tarp. What a beauty he is. Sassy yeah, weapon. Um, okay. My first one's quickly to uh, Robbie. I don't even know how to say his last name properly. I've spent so much time with this guy in the last four months. <laughs> I still don't even know how properly how to say his last name. Rhetoric? Rob Velrude. His kid Berkeley plays on Roman's team and his daughter plays on Gabby's team. So we've just been like 
all over together. <laughs> just a cheerful, cheerful fellow. Like just a real, he's belly up to the bar in Winnipeg guy. Like it's really good. So Rob, you gotta give him a plug. He listens to the Nooner now. Um, how about this guys? Ham and Colby Perlinger, Tylen and Ethan Hilbig, Logan and Danton Cox. They play for the Kindersley Clippers. That's six hockey players. They're all brothers. Like the the Hilbigs, the Coxes, and um, what's the other one I said? Perlingers. So that's the like the first time anyone can remember where three sets of brothers are playing on an SJHL team. Then uh, uh, I thought McIntyre's... you meant they were all. I thought you meant they were all brothers. I'm like, no. yeah, this is. I know they're a little different out there in Kindersley, but that and makes Kendra... sense. <laughs> Kyle McIntyre's like just that's... to say brothers in uh, Wilkie. And then okay, I got I got like a mitt full here at the council rink belt way down there. And I used to call it the pit of Saskatchewan. Oh yeah. yeah. They are raising 70 K to fire their rink back up. So hopefully they can nice. all make it. Someone can support them right there. All I'm asking is the nooner. Maybe should like donate. They got a charity thing. We can donate some gear or something to that. If they're for 70 K, I hope all the dressing rooms have showers. It's the only thing I remember about playing senior in console. Don't didn't even care if they're hot. Water. Bus ride stinking. Yeah. Good news for uh console or, or wherever that was. I've got 70k of nooner merch in my office, so I can just donate it all. <laughs> <laughs> and the rink uh, will be buzzing. By the way, a lot of merch in time for Christmas. Uh, if you're in the area, reach out to us if you've got any uh nooner fans. We've got some some things to move, blow out prices before the end of the season. And then extreme hockey, they've got a bunch of merch there as well in Regina, McIntyre Street. Speaking of McIntyre's, uh 13-something McIntyre Street in Regina is extreme. It's a flagship store. They've got hoodies and shirts and uh, maybe some hats on the way at some point. So yes. stay tuned. This, this week, they'll have Nooner hats there, and they'll have Nooner toques. And then they have the license plate <laughs> shirt and the license plate hoodies. So it's a perfect gift, actually, for somebody who don't know what the hell buy with. What? I know I know what Belter wants to say, but you mentioned they have hats and toques. I was wondering if there's a Shane Belter promo code. <laughs> Get a hat and a toque. Get 25% off. I'll see if they can make a combo. They'd only need then they'd only need one plate logo. You wouldn't need two. Buy a hat and a toque. Save Belter 20. Hat with a toque with a logo on it. Um other (laughs) shout-outs here. How freaking unbelievable is Maddox Schultz? Just turned 13 years old, scoring in the midget triple A league, U18 league. Uh, that's a massive shout out. Go ahead. So Dave's boy, right? But a lot of people told me his mom is the real weapon, right? She's from a Central figure skating Butte. connoisseur. She's from the Butte. Butte. Vicky. So his story though is he's like the kid is an unbelievable skater. They said it looks like he's figure skating out there with his edge work and stuff. So a lot of that is is, is that's the story, right? His parents are both instructors. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, they're they're both really good. Skating is unbelievable, and he plays so solid. Kelly Taylor's boy was like, "Dad, he is like solid for 13," because that's his first game was against PA. He hits. He does everything. I don't. Yeah, and I guess he's a really good kid. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Sean Namath, you get two. Uh, I got to give him a plug. He listens all the time, and he—I never give him a plug for helping me move my hot tub. And he's super <laughs> mad at me. He lives across <laughs> the like fence. So doesn't he? Name, isn't he the guy? Isn't he the guy who helps coach the 15A girl team? Yeah. Yeah, great guy. Cheerful. Yeah, super guy. Don't get on his bad side. I've he um, Listen, Meg's got called up there and went and played with him a little bit. And it like, yeah. was so nice to her. She just absolutely loved it. So, yeah, huge shout out to him. Beauty. Okay, and the last one, you guys might fall off your chairs when I say this. <laughs> shout out to Sean Kindop. 
I was going to give him one too. How about that guy? 19% increase aggribition year over year. That's actually pretty freaking amazing what he's doing there. But I, so you're going to give him one for that. I'm going to give him one for if nobody has seen it, saw it, you got to go check out Kinner's LinkedIn picture. Because he's not a cowboy in any sense of the matter, but he looks like one in that picture. It's so deadly. And didn't, he used to, it out. didn't he used to team rope or something? <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Maybe down at Caddyshack back in the day in <laughs> Swift. <laughs> team roper. In the team roper. I'm pretty sure event. he did, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty from, sure he did, actually. From Swift Current, Sean Kindop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hey. I got one. I got another one too. Have <laughs> you guys seen this just bins thing? But this, I got to give a shout out to Ryan Doka. He is going to said he's going to run for mayor against Sandra Masters. It is hilarious. You guys got to follow this guy on Twitter. The guy's pretty comical and I hope he does run. It's going to be hilarious. So I've actually heard of a few potential known figures in the city who might run for mayor. Really? Could be an interesting, spicy, uh, spicy juicy election. Yeah. On that note, well, how about shout out to that uh, city manager? <laughs> The city of Regina. She was named the chair of the real interim board. I don't know if you guys heard that. That was just. Today. I would not want that job. I, I'll, from all I, under, from everything I understand about her, I don't think she's uh, the most liked person in the uh, city Ooh. of Regina. Well, I've been good, so though. deep in that it that be I've a been good thing. Uh, be positive. No, I'm gonna go with no. I've been up to. I've been. I've started following a few people who follow Regina City Council since the uh, real debacle. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like abreast of what's happening and I really don't are, care, but I'm getting, are you going to go? You're going to go watch it to council. Yeah. You should go no. for a meeting. Should we should all go ward six. Um, the ledge. Somebody should run for our, I think shink should run for our ward. Oh, the last time I was going to, and then the guy that one's an absolute nerd. Pigeon. Absolute oh, pigeon. Like That's what I mean. You'd win. Big in a IPA guy. Big, big guy. Oh, yeah. for that sure. Bike satchel and he just has done nothing nothing just, terrible super tight shirts bad bod yeah for sure no no underarm deodorant no it's harmful yeah i was just gonna say on the real thing while we're talking about it this is apparently tomorrow is backdoor day it is timmy old timmy backdoor oh, the 15th oh, high school oh, oh yeah, yeah tomorrow. right yeah backdoor day boys so will be buzzing we'll find out if tim lives up to that promise is Everyone will be back. There's going to be a lineup out there just so people can prove a point. It's just like lined up like you're going into a concert. Sorry. Are you there tomorrow? You're not there tomorrow night, right? Because Maggie's hurt. I think. No, Gab- we're going. We're going anyway to watch for sure. Gab's plays. Let's take uh, let's take a ribbon and some scissors and just for shits and giggles, do a ribbon <laughs> cutting at the door. Remind me to do that. We'll do that. <laughs> oh, shut That's up. Funny. Shut Timmy, up. Uh, the, the other Tim thing. The other Tim thing is I heard he's still stealing ice. We don't need to get into that again, oh, but I yeah. heard, remember another thing he said, just let the kids play. I'm a hockey like, guy. Let the kids play. There's ice going guy. on We're the ice. Hockey guys. Apparently they're still doing the thing where they drive around the Zamboni until that minute and then shut the door. Even if it's the first skate of the day or, or whatever, there's nobody on the ice before. So pigeons, I bet you, allegedly, it, I bet you it's the same one or two guys. Cause I bet you there's some real good guys there that get it. And I bet you there's a couple of just dicks. Just hate their jobs. Mm-hmm. And what do you got, Pels? Shout out to one more. Uh, yeah, Barney knows this kid too. Caleb Benoit, gotta give him a shout out. Came out with the young guys the other day, and uh, yeah, it was fun. We played some little shinny with the fellas. We only had a couple kids show up, so we just played a little four on four posts. 
old school style. And uh, yeah, he came out, played to the fellas, his, his two younger brothers and good kid. Great kid. He, so he's a really, he's a really good kid. He's a good leader. Yeah. Good yeah. kid. Before we uh, move on belts, are you going to have an update on your senior hockey uh, comeback later in the show? Yes. When we talk yep. some senior hockey, we're going to have that. Yep. Hockey um, series coming up. That's shout outs. We're going to go into the interview, but just a reminder, we kind of glanced over it. Extreme hockey and sport in Saskatoon, the stick deal. Still 129.99. Regina, not Saskatoon. You're thinking about the Granada house still. The extreme hockey in Regina, the stick deal. And then they have the Nooner merch for anyone around Christmas. We're going to have a little pop-up store in Saskatoon, December 23rd. I'll be up there. I'll take uh, some of that stuff from your office and a tote. And if people need some gear on the 23rd for a stocking stuffer or something, reach out, DM us on any of the socials. And we'll hook you up. What are you eating over there? Pepperoni stick. Are you doing the uh, pop-up store at the off-sale? At the Granada House off-sale. Yes. Risking it all for the nooner. Um, Okay. Yeah, so extreme hockey and sport, all that. Is it time to get into the... I don't know it's extreme or extreme hockey, but our gear that we give away all the time, we got to give a big fat plug to GB Construction, the official gear sponsor of the Monday nooner. And then that's all the giveaways. And man, we've been getting requests for a lot of giveaways lately. That time of the year. Yeah. GB, appreciate them. They're still busy moving uh, some earth. I know it's a weird winter because it's not really winter in a lot of places. It's like fall winter. So a lot of construction companies and projects are still happening that normally would have ended at least a month ago. But great people out there in Kipling serving all of Western Canada, though. GB. Yeah. I, we got a, I thought Al was going to let us know when he's in town so we could go for a, a dinner and a drink at Regina's equivalent of the Granada house. But we need to get in touch with Al. Uh, Take a seat is going to be so awesome <laughs> after. And I got some senior hockey stuff too, so I can't wait. But let's get into the interview, boys, for Original 16. Great Western Brewing. The Great Western Limes. I got people looking for those for the Christmas holiday season. I Are had they a tough case. to find? I, had, I, don't, I, think, I think they're fine. I can see a bunch at the tap in Regina here. But I had some people on it, and they were like, I got to drink these over the holidays. These are great. They were good. Yeah. You got it, GW Lime. So thanks to Great Western and everything they do, the local guys sign it. Always time to sign up for the beer deal. If your team, rec, senior, or whatever, broomball, anything out in Bruno country, get in hold of us, and we will get you hooked up with the right people on the beer deal. The interview from Sportsnet. Ken Reed. There he is. All right, interview time. Very happy to have this gentleman on. Not only uh, the TV work he does, but he's also a best-selling author, including his new hometown hockey heroes book. But like I mentioned, co-anchor of the primetime edition with Osmac of Sportsnet Central. Oh, and he's a big card collector, which fits into a lot of talk we have here on the pod. Ken Reed, big pucks in deep guy. Ken Reed, thanks for hopping on the old nooner. What's up, fellas? All around nerd. Happy to be here. Big pucks in deep guy too, right? Absolutely, guys. It's funny, you know. I I started saying pucks in deep because players all said it in post game interviews and between period interviews, and nobody, no one says it anymore because it's all about possession, right? There's no more pucks in deep. Uh, Timmy McCallum pointed out the other night it's pucks on net. That's a big one now. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I believe in pucks in deep hockey, as I'm pretty sure what, you believe as well. What's your second uh, favorite sports Full or hockey? 60. Like full 60. I love full 60. 
But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be doing Hockey Night in Canada this weekend coming up, so I might try to get a pucks and deep out of a guy. Last time I did it, I said to Jeff Skinner, you know, that was pretty wide open. It wasn't a pucks and deep period. He's like, no, it wasn't pucks and deep at all. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, not that it's uh, it's a cliche, but, you know, cycling the puck, cycle it down low. You know who uh, came up with that? Down low? Uh, that sounds no, like a cool cycle. Cycling, cycle. Cycling the puck. Here's some, like here's some trivia up, for you. Who came up with the term? Yeah. Uh, I'd say the Mike Saskatchewan Babcock. guy. Mike Babcock. Babcock. No. no. Famous Saskatchewan it? coach, Dave King. Oh, 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 that makes good sense. Dave, my favorite Dave King one was uh, he figured if you complete 100 passes in a game, you'll have success. And if you look at the stats, it's very true. So that's another Dave King one. He's he's jogged not to get into a Dave King pod here, but he's jogged every day. I think he's going on like year 35. I really? see, him, see him up at the lake in the summer and he parks his car kind of out and he's, he still just goes for a little twirl every day, every day. Wow. He's amazing. Fun. Amazing. Hockey genius, man. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Saskatchewan and legends from Saskatchewan, there are some in your new book, and it's uh, coming up on Christmas time here. We're releasing this mid-month. So if you have a hard-to-buy-for or just to buy for sports fan, Ken Reed has a new book, again, with Saskatchewan ties. Ken, floor is yours. Tell us about this book. Sure. It's called Ken Reed's Hometown Hockey Heroes from Simon & Schuster. And just like you, fellas, I grew up a long way from the NHL. And this this book reeks of Saski because um, you guys, what, still have over 100 senior teams? Uh, where I grew up, you supported your local junior senior team, and those guys were the heroes of the town. Um, Hockey Night in Canada was awesome, but I could only look at it. I couldn't see it. I couldn't touch it. But I could go down and watch the Picto Junior C Mariners when I was 10 years old and pat the boys coming out on the way to the ice at the Hector Arena in front of 1,200 people with smoke in the building. and Guys drinking, snuck in booze and smoking darts and a buck to get in and chewing my Opeachy gum and looking at my hockey cards. And this is like 1984, 85. And my favorite player was a guy named Teapot, Dana Johnson. And he could score at will. And he's still the hero of the town from those days and from days that followed. Everyone's like, oh, he's got the best hands, the best hands. He's the guy and he is the guy. So I figured there must be other people out there that had the same similar hockey experience I had and there's got to be guys like teapot in every town and turns out there's lots of them so I set about writing a book about it threw it out on Twitter I had tons of people come at me with names a lot of people came up me oh my hometown hero is you know um Wayne Gretzky I'm like well yeah but he made the NHL I want guys who didn't make the NHL that are local legends teapot's one in in Robert Saskatchewan there's Tyson Watney and uh, there's guys all across Canada. So I, I did a book about them, giving a guy, giving guys a stage you normally don't get one. So it was awesome. It was fun to do. And it's selling. It's like on the Toronto Star bestsellers list, which is weird. Because when you think of a Toronto Star bestselling author, you don't picture a guy talking to you fellas in a winter hat with a Tim Raines jersey in the background. But hey, we're shocking the world, baby. So you gave a little sneak peek. You have a chapter on Tyson Watney. That's yep. what people. Okay. Yeah, I know Tyson did your pod. It was great. Um, Tyson's story was one of my favorites because the book's about hometown heroes, obviously. But for Tyson, he needed to kind of find a hometown. And I think that's what Carr did for him. I mean, he's the first to tell you Carr did as much for him as he ever did for Carr So his story was kind of doubly special because, yeah, he was a hockey hero to a lot of people for his days in the Saskatchewan Senior League. But he really got something out of Carr too. Like he, 
he wasn't just the local hero. He found a home, right? Because he was kind of he was kind of drifting. He as right. he told me in the book. So it was, it's a cool story. I was happy to get Tyson in there. You know what's a uh, great guy, great family, big big yep. hockey family. So there, there's this book that's just come out. It's kicking ass out there. But your other ones, there's the, there's the hockey card one. I I haven't read, and I'm not I'm not read guy. Maybe on the yeah. beach somewhere. Audio uh, book ho- guy. Yeah, audio book guy. There's Don't ever hockey record card. an audio book. It's painful. I did it once. <laughs> the hockey card one, and then uh, Brandon and I were talking just before we came on the uh, guys that scored like one goal. Yeah, like that. That would have been so hard to do the book or to, to be the guy that scored one goal. <laughs> no, I think to do the book, to do the research, to, to kind of figure it out. Like for me, that's one that I'm like, I'd be a little difficult. They're all difficult, but um, I like it. Right. Like, I don't know. Catching a salmon's difficult. Climbing a mountain's difficult, but I think people do it because they like it. Right. Uh, there's not a lot of money in Canadian writing. I'll tell you that you might be surprised. <laughs> but so, yeah, I do it because I love it. I love telling stories. And for me, I dreamed of scoring one goal in the NHL. So the, the good thing about when writing a book and being a journalist and a broadcaster is you get to ask people. You guys know this. You get to ask people questions. You couldn't just normally ask them when you stop them on the street. Like I can call a guy and, and he can tell me all about the night he scored his first goal and all the other stuff that happened in his life. If I did that on the street just randomly. They think I was crazy. So that's part of the joy of it for me is I always dreamed of scoring just one goal. So I thought I, I'm going to talk to the guys who did. So the the cool thing about it was like, as an outsider, a lot of us are like, oh, he only scored one goal. He stinks. But I'm like, no, he scored a goal in the NHL. He's pretty good. So I wanted to know if they were, if they were full of regrets or if it was the highlight of their life or just kind of a stop on the journey along the way. See, see my thing, I, I didn't even want to score a goal in the NHL. I just wanted to warm up. Okay. Bucket off. Bucket right? off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go twirl like back in the day and i still love watching warm-ups right it's like the the coolest part so on that on that book ken if if people haven't bought it and they're kind of looking maybe for that one which is what's a little teaser or one of the one of your favorite stories from that one right so the book is called one to remember it's interviews and stories of 39 goals guys who scored a single goal in the national hockey league oh man there's so many of them uh there's a goalie goal chapter which was which was pretty good um but and the, the, I guess the the one that that stood out to me is uh, uh, well no that was in another book I did um, I, the Chris Mason story was really good I like that about him scoring a goal um, but it was just it was just a fun book to do because the guys all kind of cherished it afterwards like a lot of them thought it was the start of something special but it turned out to be it um, I guess there's one story in the book and I, and I start the book with it it's kind of mind blowing. Uh, he there's this guy who was a defenseman for the LA Kings and he scored a goal in a 10-8 win over Calgary. And the coach came in after he scored the goal. He's like, what the hell are you doing? You're not here to score goals, right? This is the <laughs> eight. And the guy's like, what? Anyway, three weeks later, he's stabbed in the femoral artery in a fight in a bar and he almost bleeds to death. So the LA Kings are on a playoff run. This guy's secretly in the hospital, almost bleeds to death. And that was it. He, that was it. He never got back. Wow. So wow. there's some wacky stories in there. <laughs> sure. Obviously you're still in the, uh, the thick of the new book, the the hometown heroes, but I wonder like, do you have plans for the next one? Like I imagine you got notes in your phone of all the different types of books that uh, <laughs> you hope to knock off. Like what's the next big idea? Yeah. There's another book coming out 
Uh, it's going to be out in two years. I have to start it in January. Uh, it's got to do with scouting. And uh, yeah, I was actually talking to a guy tonight about picking his ear about some ideas for that book. So I'd like to say I'll be taking a break, but I'm not because, as I said, I do enjoy it. It's difficult, but it's uh, it's very rewarding. And uh, I do it while the kids are in school, right? I do it from 10 to 3 each day because I don't want to be. I just got back from my little guy's hockey game. Uh, big 5-1 win. Go Don Mills Flyers. He almost got the shutout, boys. But, goalie. Uh, yeah, he's a goalie, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I do it while they're in school, so it gives me something to do during the day. I'm productive. I can't afford a golf membership in Toronto, so I have to do something with my time, right? So I get up early, and I I, I call guys and just kind of put the stories together, which I really enjoy doing, just like what you guys do. You're doing this for fun, right? You're not doing it for coin. Yeah. What What is the, like, I'm always, you know, when I think of people writing books, I think of, like, that crazy scene in Misery and, and all that. Yeah, I didn't have <laughs> that yet. Like, what is, what's the, what's the, maybe the hardest part of it all of, of putting a book together the editing process how does it's that how, take us through so, it so after you write the book it goes it goes to the publisher and then the editors take it and they they're like okay this sentence doesn't belong here and this is a semicolon instead of a dash so the editing process for me is the, the worst part of it this edit was very painless my editors were fantastic they're always kind of painless but it's just you kind of think you're there when you submit the manuscript but then there's another year's worth of work so that's a little bit painful um but other than that i, I like i really quite enjoy it i love i love uh like just getting on the phone with somebody and and chatting to them and then when the, the interview is over my brain just starts going and it's like okay i'm going to start the story with this and then this is going to come in and then it kind of all comes together ideally so that's the fun part for me. And I'm a naturally curious person. So that that's fun too. But the, uh, yeah, the, the hardest part for me is the editing process for sure. You know, as a kid, you got, you know, you got the baseball jerseys there, obviously, you know, sportscaster. That's kind of why I got into sports casting, right? It was because you played so many sports and you kind of sure. thought, well, and you weren't very a, good at any of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, that, this is a cool gig at the end of it all possibly, um, you know, so athlete, as a, as a young kid, obviously playing hockey and everything or decent. Yeah. Wanted, want, yeah I played everything. But I just wasn't, was, wasn't one of the elite guys in my town for sure. But you know, I was there. What, and you're from Picto, Nova Scotia population 3,500 now, 5,000 when I was a kid. I've been out there once, man. How does minor hockey work on, on a, in a place like that? Like there must be a lot of, we think there's shitty road trips in Saskatchewan. Yeah. I remember driving from Halifax to Cabot. And going, how yeah. do people do this in the winter in like a hockey bus or something? Like, this is crazy. Like road trips, yeah. you know, do you, all the maritime provinces, like where would you go well, on road trips? We have to turn, right? You guys just go straight. You got to turn. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, I was grew up in Pictou County. There was six different minor hockey organizations within the county. So you played the other towns. 15 minutes away was the max. But if you were good enough to play rap, then you'd travel Halifax, Cape Breton is what it is you know uh and now uh obviously minor hockey's change there's a lot more emphasis on rep teams and a this and triple a that so yeah my brother played you know triple a midget major midget i guess you'd call it now or pardon me under 18 and uh he played that so mom and dad were always traveling with him i was easy right i was 15 minutes over to glasgow or 15 minutes at trenton he was you know going off to halifax or up to cape breton or over to moncton so yeah, it's it's like anywhere else. You just it's something you have to do. It just comes with the territory. 
What uh, what got you into broadcasting? Uh, failed hockey career. Realized I wasn't going to play in the NHL at eight or nine. Like, what am I going to do? Uh, there's a game on, and Dad's like, "Well, the guys who talk about the games and broadcast it, they get to go to the games. They they get in for free." And I was like, "Light bulb." So I was young when that happened, and I was like, "Yeah, this is what I want to do." So I wasn't much of a student because I know you didn't have to have great marks to do this. Drive my parents a little bit batty with that, but uh, it worked out. I'm in, you know, a fully furnished basement that has my name on the lease, so it it could have been worse. So Barney and I, we both uh, we both started in radio. My first job was in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. I think his was in Shaunavon, Saskatchewan. Nice. Uh, tell us about your first gig. Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Channel Ten Access Cable. I was Channel Ten Ken doing the play by play. For the Dartmouth Olin Exports of the Maritime Junior A Hockey League, it was friggin' awesome. That was, you guys, I know you guys like your tough hockey. This league was a friggin' beautiful, 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 tough guy hockey league. I mean, Dennis Bondy came out of it. Aaron Downey came out of it. Uh, Geez, there was a bunch of guys. They were a little bit before my era, but my era, we had David Oliver. We had Ben Metzger skating around. We had some real, Kenny Tasker. I know you guys know Ken Tasker, yeah. right? It's <laughs> some beauty skating around, and it was it was awesome. And oh. I thought my big break once was I did a game, and there was a bench brawl, and it got picked up by all the national outlets. I'm like, wow, they're going to hear my voice. It didn't work out that way, but it was a great bench brawl. And uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it, man. It was awesome. What um what year is what year is this? It is like the my first season there was ninety six ninety seven, and I ended up staying there till the spring of 99 then it was like i can't live on eight dollars an hour anymore actually it was 856 by then i'd gotten a couple raises so then i made my way to calgary and uh i started working at a channel in calgary and i started there as a morning writer and worked my way up to weeknight sportscaster so it was awesome i was covering the flames when i covered iggy's first season when he scored 50 goals and the young guns era of the flames 23 years ago now so I was doing that, and from Calgary I went to Ottawa, Ottawa to Edmonton, and Edmonton to Toronto. Forgot about a channel. That was a kind of yeah. a that was that a cool, was cool little thing they had going there. It was awesome. It was so much fun. I met a ton of people from Saskatchewan. Obviously, like I always say, I, I was at a channel so long ago that Colby Armstrong was a sniper for the Red Deer Rebels. Like he was a high <laughs> offensive juggernaut. Like that's <laughs> Colby's deteriorated over the years, and I like to think I got better. <laughs> Have you ever heard the? Um... You ever heard the story of his dad Wayne sending Wayne, him to, yeah. sending Floyd him Mr. To, Border Kings? I bring up Wayne on TV all the time. Yeah, love Wayne. Yeah, sending uh, sending Colby to Red Deer camp uh, to get and and trying to get him to get weight on. Did you ever tell you that story? No, but I know the one of of Colby letting laying off a guy in a fight once in Calgary, and Wayne tuned him out. But what's the one about uh, Colby trying to gain weight? Wayne Wayne put metal plates in his hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terry ryan move man terry ryan taped weights around his legs with track pants on you got to tell that awesome. one the next time the next time you and colby are going going at it you got to say hey what's this about your dad putting weights in your hockey pants when you went to red deer camp the, no- <laughs> the nooner guys told me about it <laughs> i will i'm gonna bring that up on the air tomorrow night if i can work it in and, and <laughs> i think the better one is his brother riley yeah um he goes to red deer camp because Wayne was scouting for Red Deer, yeah. and Colby was, you know, one of the better players. I think second or third year. 
So they gave him a different name. And oh, really? At, and then at first practice, they're like calling everyone's name. I can't remember <laughs> what it was, Brandon. The I name, can't they're, either. They're calling everyone's name. And then he he forgot like, what da- name his dad signed him up under. Fake name. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, Riley would have been in my one night only book, but he played two games. He played two games for oh. San Jose. So he was a Riley great. just missed. I'm sure it's Riley's biggest hockey regret is that he played two NHL games instead of one. So now he can't be in a book that I wrote. <laughs> they're my died. God, I love the Armstrongs. They're the best. Colby <laughs> and Mel, they're they're awesome. And I always talked about Wayne. I've I don't think I've ever met Wayne, but I always talk about him. He was scouting in town here a couple a uh, couple weeks ago. I was going to say for the hat, him. right? Yeah, and then I came back and he was gone. Um, the kind of like the littlest hobo. Um, Kate, yeah. what? Uh, who, who's a? F- this is gonna be kind of a tough question, but book wise or just sports wise, you've been around. Your favorite interview of all time? Someone that you know, just wow. Well, uh, here, hold on. <laughs> We're getting that- mobile. So, I grew up a big Wayne guy, right? Loved him, worshipped him. Armstrong. So- yeah, yeah, Wayne Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time I'm work, I'm working in Calgary, and the Canadian Olympic team in preparation for the 2002 Olympics is going to have a press conference at the Dome, and Wayne Gretzky going to speak. So I go home to my brother. We shared an apartment. I'm like, Pete, I'm going to be assigned to do an interview with Wayne Gretzky. Like, you know, he's going to. I'm going to a press conference. He's like, no, like, yes. More like freaking out. He goes, I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to get a picture. Like, if you sneak in, I'll kill you because, you know, if people find out you snuck into this presser, I could lose my job. Like, I was paranoid. Obviously, I couldn't lose my job. That's what I thought. So Wayne Gretzky's up at the podium, blah, 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 blah. He does his interviews. They go, they go we're going to break off into scrums. If I'm like 27, 28 years old, I'm like, I'm going to own this scrum. So if Wayne Gretzky comes down, I'm going to interview him. It's going to be awesome. So off the stage he comes. And I'm a, I was a shy kid. But I'm like, they hired me for a reason. I'm going to do this. Off the stage he comes. And I'm interviewing him. Like if there's a scrum going on, I'm kind of conducting things. But the whole time I'm asking questions, all I'm thinking of is, I hope my brother snuck in. He's getting a picture of this. So then my birthday comes a few months later. And this is what my brother gave me for my birthday. So that's me interviewing Wayne Gretzky and whatever year that was. And that's that's Eric Francis beside me. Yeah. So you can see I had the frosted tips, I think, in this. So that would be... Sometime in 2001. Smelling oh. of Dracar Noir or Jupe? No, it's probably oh. Fahrenheit. Oh. I'm probably rocking Dracar Noir. That's a counterfeit tag watch I'm wearing. I remember my buddy got me that. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So that's, uh, I have to straighten this, get it out in the frame, but that that sits in my little man cave. So that's my all-time favorite interview. It was the first time I interviewed Mr. Wayne Gretzky. Who's uh... gotten interviewed since. Did an event with him once and... They say don't meet your heroes. Well, that doesn't apply to Mr. Wayne Wayne Gretzky. Let me tell you because it was the best. So who's an who's an interview? Who's your white whale? Who's a guy you haven't uh, interviewed that you always wanted to interview? Or maybe you know just any sport. People ask me that, but I honestly don't know if there there is anyone. Like I get like the, the people I interview for my books. Most of the time, no one knows who they are, but they're always really interesting people. And I just kind of like talking to anyone. But if you said, oh, man, like you got to interview this guy. I honestly, I honestly don't know who it would be. I think interviewing Muhammad Ali would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's obviously not possible now. But for hockey, I kind of, 
I've kind of gotten to sit down with a lot of people. I do a lot of MC work, so I end up doing, you know, hot stoves in front of audiences with people. Um, you know, I'll brag like Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky, Eric Lindros, Paul Coffey, who I love, Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, guys like that. So I'm lucky. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I've interviewed, I'm kind of lucky. I kind of interviewed a lot of people that I wanted to. I guess Mar Mario Lemieux would be fun because Mario doesn't do a lot of media. So I think he'd be a pretty interesting guy to, to talk to if he was going to be forthcoming and stuff like that. It's too bad our third host isn't on here because he's a big hockey card guy. Uh, okay. I'm not really Barney, maybe a little bit, but what's your, what's your most prized card? Or do you guys talk about that or is it kind of hush hush? No. Um, people, I don't know how that market works. Yeah, yeah. People always want to know what's your favorite card. And I'm like, well, it doesn't have to anything to do with value, but again, it's Gretzky, right? When I was a kid, all I wanted was a Gretzky rookie. I didn't have one because it was 800 bucks in 1989 and 800 bucks in Picto in 1989 was a lot of money. 800 bucks in Picto in 2023 is a lot of money. So I wasn't going to get it, but mom bought a box of cards at a West auction in Westville, brought it home. And my brother and I opened up and like, Oh my God, there's tons of blue ones. 79 eighties. Right. I'm like, this is awesome. We start going through them, going through them, going, Oh, it's there. The Gretzky rookies there. My brother pulls one out, go through the rest. There's none left. There's no more Gretzky's. There's no doubles of the Wayne. So we look at each other and, like two good Saskatchewan senior league players. We just dropped the gloves right away. <laughs> and we're scrapping. We're trading shots, rock'em, sock'em style. No defense, right? Alex Gallant, Calgary Wranglers, just going. And mom's like, stop, stop, stop. Share it, share it. So to this day, we share the card. It resides in this house. And uh, yeah, it's it's my favorite card. It's my Wayne Gretzky rookie card. So I, there you go. I was, um, you were speaking like a cards. I was at my mom's and, and kind of going through the sticker books. I have yeah, two. I have two that I I think I got them all. It's the it the one is the one where like Yeri Taco for the North Star and he had the like the Yeri white Taco. Pad. He had the white pads. Like he had a great yep. setup right back. Yeah, he in did. The, and I was I was like a goalie geek. Like the the gear like Daniel Bouchard had awesome gear. And then okay. I remember Dean Dean Koontz for the Blades had these like yellow and blue pads. It was it was so cool, but. Yeah. And then it just got so well. First off, the gum. Like, can someone just not bring the gum back? Just, just sticks yeah, to the gum. Simple. I mean, there's probably Food and Drug Administration rules now. Then there weren't. I mean, I don't know what that stuff was made out of, but yeah, we bring get the it done gum in back. Montana. Yeah, bring the gum back. It was a no-brainer. I got a pack upstairs with gum in it right now. A pack of 1990 tops. I should open it. But uh, yeah, I mean, bring the you gum back. But it got so expensive, right? Everybody wanted high end and all this crap. But oh. I like the innocent look. Yeah, it was great. When when Upper Deck first came out with their hockey cards, and I was like that tin foil, like that really oh, yeah. thick wrapping. You was, knew you were paying for quality. Yeah. Pro that set. Changed. See ya. Here, talk amongst yourselves for 10 seconds. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Unplanned. Right. 1990 tops pack. Okay. We'll, we'll look the same as OPG sealed got this at the last sports card expo 14 picture cards one glossy card and one stick of bubble gum there you go so that's pack is 33 years old should we open it oh man seriously yeah let's open it let's Before do it 50 cents okay here we go <laughs> so here's how we do it we open her up first thing i'll show you is the gum fully intact <laughs> 
You're going to try it? It honestly, it honestly still smells the same. I had an idea for a bubblegum candle to smell like hockey card gum. It's already <laughs> been done. It's already been done. So nothing sacred. This is easy. So here we go. A little Saskatchewan Swift Current connection on our first card in the pack. Kennedy. Joe Sackick. Card number two in the pack, former Toronto Maple Leaf sniper. This guy scored lots of goals around circa 1990. Then he kind of disappeared. Daniel Marois. Daniel Marois. Card number two. Oh, his father was the executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada. It's Scott Mellonby. See, broadcast connection. How long till we don't know somebody, okay? Oh, super duper golfer, Dan Quinn. He's a good golfer. Yeah, he's a really good golfer. Oh, Boys, you like your top <laughs> hockey, right? You like your tilts? Craig Cox. Yeah. He had some beauty tilts with Bob Probert. That Vancouver. He was playing for Vancouver. Oh, that was a big fight. I almost brought this guy's up name up early, Bernie, because you mentioned you, you just want one warm-up in the NHL. So one of the books in hockey card stories, it's this guy's Opeachy from the previous year, I think, and he's all slick back, right? He's got greased back and everything. He's doing the old stretch on the bench with the skate up. So he told me just about the warm up. So it's uh, <laughs> from the St. Louis Blues. That that might be warm up here, here too there because he's got the bucket off and stuff. Oh my god, one of the greatest humans to ever live. I mentioned I get to a lot of MC work. Uh, this guy's always at the events I do, and we do a lot of charity hockey. And the deal is, if you draft him, I play for you too. It's Ally for eighty, like a superhuman, superhuman, big skullet guy. Oh, just superhuman. Oh, speaking of good goalie getups back in the day, this guy had, I believe, the first airfield pads. Reggie Lemelin. Boston oh Blue. man, remember the yeah. rebounds that would come off those yeah. things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big neck protector, big neck big guard neck, guy, big neck guard guy. After the Malarchuk stuff, absolutely. Oh, sweet mullet on this guy. Okay, see if you guys can... Okay, I'm going to hockey trivia you guys. Yeah. So since Austin Matthews got the 50 in a season, right? There's three other guys who scored 50 goals in a season for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Can you name the three? Fittler? No. Gary, Gary Lehman. Boom! Oh, Gary man. Lehman. Regina Pat. You know, we tell them the story, Barney, about the oh, surrogate Notre family. Hound. Yeah. Notre Dame Hound, right? You should listen to uh, it's Bob, Bob Strum, Strum. T- tells a story about you. You go, do you tell it how how Bob Strum got Gary Lehman to Notre Dame to the Regina Pats through Notre Dame because yeah. he was from Ontario. He wasn't allowed to yes. play in the Western Hockey League. That's right. They made up paperwork that he had a surrogate family in Notre Dame. So those were his legal guardians in Notre Dame. That's how he got into the Western Hockey League. Bob Greece. Strum, greasy. Yeah, he tells <laughs> the story. Ed Chenoth calls him and is like, Bob, get him on a plane to Niagara Falls. <laughs> and Bob goes, do you want me to fax the paperwork or mail it? <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to bring that up because Gary does a lot of the gigs with us as well. Underrated Winnipeg Jets defenseman. I believe he followed him to Phoenix as well. Teppo Newman. Remember the early days of the internet? I think it was a Teppo Newman and Pay stub was going around, and we were all like, oh my God, look what they make. That was huge. Oh, again. Trivia. Barney, great goalie get up. Everybody yeah. talks about Patrick Wasserk in 1990 with the Habs. This this guy, the best backup in the league at that time, Brian look, Hayward. Brian right? Hayward. Awesome broadcaster with the Ducks, too. Did, didn't take up a lot of net. 
didn't take up a lot of net. Let's see what he's listed at in the back. 5'10", 175. Okay. <laughs> I'm stumped. I can offer you no trivia on this guy other than he has an awesome mullet on the front of the card. Mark Forche. Look at that. That's, Where's he from? The, Sherbrooke, Quebec. Yeah. Mark put up awesome numbers in junior at Chicoutimi and is a top opportunist around the goal. The strongest <laughs> part of his game is his ability to read the play as it develops. There you go. Nothing about getting pucks in deep. Nothing about getting pucks in deep. There's going to be nothing about getting pucks in deep on this guy either, but maybe he can rush them very well. That would be fun. Oh, another great American defenseman. The guy that hit Wayne Suter. in the 91 Canada Cup, Gary Suter, and her final card of the pack. Oh, Hextall. amazing. Saskatchewan connection, boys. Former Notre Dame hound, Russ Courtney. There you go. There you yeah. go two-thirds of the hound line in one pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, who's... Uh... Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite sports caster of all time? Yeah. Well, anchor probably a three. Well, I'm a Bob Cole, Danny Gallivan guy, right? Look, I'm rocking the Danny Gallivan golf classic uh, thing right here. I loved Van Earl Wright as a kid, as for an anchor. Van Earl was with CNN Headline Sports and then yeah. CNN back in the day. <laughs> Van Earl, I loved Van Earl, so that'd be the guy that stood out. <laughs> I totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, That's but awesome. I wanted to be. It was it was Bob Cole and Danny Gallman. I thought you were going to give Osmac a little plug there. Oh hell no, no, <laughs> no. Um, Osmac solid too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Vanka's old, but not an old enough so that I grew up watching her. <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, biggest on-air blunder? Haven't sworn on air yet, which is nice. Uh, nothing crazy to be honest. Like I. It's probably still to come. Hopefully not anytime soon. But um, I guess the worst thing I ever did was when I was doing local news in Edmonton. Uh, when you're doing local news, you're cut. You're doing the hot. You're cutting the highlights. You're producing the show. You're running around in the back to get it all together. Right. At Sportsnet, I just sit and chill, watch and anchor. So a tape came back. It was the city high school basketball championships. The tape came back. I had three minutes to put it together and do everything, and I got the teams mixed up. So the red team was the blue team, and the blue team was the red team. So I gave the high school championship to the wrong school, and then I went to their school the next day and did a story of me apologizing and looking like an idiot. So that was my worst blooper, I guess. Uh, that's not... Uh, Craig Button gave me great advice once. I was with him on the NHL Network doing NHL on the fly, and I made a mistake, and I was all mad at myself. And I used to carry my mistakes with me a lot. Craig said, did you make a mistake? I said, yeah. He goes, did you mean it? I said, did you mean it? No. Then forget about it. So there you go. Thank you, Craig Budden. You mentioned earlier in the show you, your kid had a hockey game and he's a goalie. What are you like as a goalie dad? We got a lot of a lot of goalie it's, dads that listen to the show. Are you one of the crazy yeah. ones? or No, it's stressful. So uh, Mike Fuda came. There's a name drop for you and watched the game <laughs> with me and my wife and other son tonight. And I'm pretty quiet. I usually watch it with my headphones in so I don't hear the other dads. It's funny. We got a really good group. We're pretty quiet. There was a game before us, though, and there was this guy, and I'm like, buddy, the kids can't hear you. Stop yelling. You're standing up the whole time. Sit and relax and enjoy your child. Free tip. So I'm quiet. In fact, the the corner, I sit far up in the corner away from the other parents because I'm a goalie dad. I want to be my myself, but I had a dad that used to skip with, sit with me last year. And they used to call it Scouts Corner because we both just sit there and don't say a word. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> quiet and uh, very proud of him. But uh, 
if I'm going to make him a better goalie, I'm certainly not going to do it by yelling from the stands when he plays. So I are you the, don't say anything. Are you the goalie dad? Do you switch ends every time he's when uh, the odd time? Yeah, if it's not my home rink, but in my home rink, I just sit in the same spot. I don't like him to think that I'm peering down on him. Yeah. So I yeah, usually when he's playing in an away rink, I'm not in his end. Like the last thing I want to do is be the goalie dad that stands behind the glass of his son's own net. Like, do your thing, son. Enjoy the enjoy the ride. You're far oh. better at hockey than I ever was. Only one child, or what's the family dynamic? Two. So I got a 10 and an 8, and the 8-year-old's discovered the joy of hockey this year. It's awesome. He's playing house league. He's having a blast. And he, he did his first ever dangle yesterday. He was pretty happy with that. And he said, uh, I won three face-offs. I'm like, yeah, you were three and one in the dot. No, I won three. I go, three and one means you won three of four, <laughs> 75%. So he keeps his stats on a whiteboard. Super cute. They both love the game. It's it's amazing. You know, as a hockey guy, I want my kids to love hockey. And the fact that they do, I guess, is it's something we can share together. But I'm not going to yell at my kid on the ice. That's just not the way I'm, not the way I'm dialed in. But honestly, guys, I think... We had one dad on our team last year go, how do you not yell during the games? And I said, to be honest, gummies. I think it's, no, it's from being in the media for 25 years. I'm used to watching games without cheering, right? When you're in the press box at a yeah. Flames game, you're not cheering. You're just watching the game. So so just remove myself from it. So like married or girlfriend or hockey mom or? Uh, girlfriend, uh, girlfriend uh, part-time girlfriend and a wife. So I'm pretty busy. <laughs> no married, married married and then what does she do for work because your, your hours are all over the map right so it's hard happily, happily married yeah she's in the real estate business so oh, mrs cool. reed she doesn't like to give her name up mrs it's a, reed it's mrs. the reason Reed's i private. it's the reason i got out of uh, of broadcasting because i like a thing came on and i'm like well i'm gonna be doing this every night i'm like yeah what, how am i like it's that's a lot to juggle with i think we asked james duffy that and yep. he was like yeah it's it's hard it is hard um, so this just the last year, I'm like, yeah, nights are kind of tough. So my wife used to be in the business, so she gets it. Uh, she gets it that when I wake up at noon, I'm not sleeping in because I fell asleep before. So it's a <laughs> nice luxury to have a wife that understands that. So thank you, Mrs. Reed. But yeah, um, James has been at it for a long time. I've been at it for a long time. And some there's you're going to miss out. You guys know the deal. You're going to miss out on stuff. We don't work yeah. nine to five. So. I'm blessed in that I work Monday to Thursday. I have my weekends off in this business, which is super rare. Uh, it's funny. We drove back from my son's hockey game tonight and we went around the four of us talking. We had a game, name all the things we had fun doing this weekend. And yeah, the game will be over by the time we get home. And it was 15 minute drive home and we were still going. So I'm blessed that I can have a lot of time with the family because in this business that can be quite rare, but I'll like next week. Um, I'm in Buffalo for work, so I'll miss both of his games. Although if I hustle back after the game on Saturday, I might be able to get to one of his games. So that's that's nature of the beast, right? I did. There's lots of other things I could have done for a living, but I, I enjoy this. But that's just that's just part of it is, is working nights, working working weird hours. Make me feel like a bad dad. Drove my kid home from Swift Current today. They got smacked 11-1. Yeah, all out in the hallway. I won't know. I just you smoked darts the, with the windows up. I was with <laughs> another dad and uh, and his son. And you got in. I said, "Wow, you guys were dog shit today, all yeah. of you." I said, "Maybe, maybe, maybe we're gonna lay off on the Xbox this week." So now he's is he seven or eight? How old is he? Twelve. Oh, 12. So yeah. So um, it's funny you mentioned Xbox. I'm a very anti-video game dad, like really anti-video game. 
That's not my thing. And my rule is you can play if it's raining out. And and I'm like, our team has this saying, the five Ps, proper preparation prevents poor performance. So on, on game days, I'm like, if you want to be mad after the game, you can play video games now. But if you want to be happy after the game, know that you did your best. Probably shouldn't play video games. So he usually doesn't play them on game days. He takes it pretty serious. Uh, yeah, I feel like a bad dad now. Yeah, and uh, here's Cleo, my dog. So there you go. Sporting event, haven't you covered that you you know you really wanted to cover or want to cover someday? Love to be at a World Series one day. That'd be fun. I've never done that. So um, yeah, that'd be that'd be super cool to do a, a World Series for sure. Um, I li- love my baseball. What uh so what so what year are you born? 76, 75? 89. Oh yeah, see, you're young. Uh were you yeah, Degr- was, yeah. I'm lying, it was in the 70s. Yeah. Oh. Were you uh were you a Degrassi guy? Was yeah. I? I yeah. like to consider myself the Degrassi guy. I'm easily <laughs> the Degrassi guy of Canadian media. I I'm telling it- you right now, if there's like a De- the original Degrassi Junior High, if there's some sort of game show, I would love to be on it. I think I can hold my own. For sure. What's your favorite episode? Oh, well, School's Out movie is incredible. Uh, other favorite episode would be when the Zit Remedy finally make their video. The other one would be when uh, Joey fights uh, Dwayne in the bathroom. And the other favorite episode is when Wheels makes up with one of the twins and then blows her off by drinking at the fountain. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the vacuum salesman and Wheels. That oh, one always, no, that, no, that scarred one. me. That scarred me as a kid. Well, Frick, man, I drive by Port Hope all the time. It's right on the 401. I don't know what they were doing on that dirt road. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's cool, too, is I live right in the east end of Toronto. Degrassi Street's just down the road. And there's all kinds of places in this end of the city where Degrassi was made. And Shai Davidi teaches at Centennial College in Toronto. And when I went in there the first time, I'm like, this is the quad. Like, that's where they filmed Degrassi. The, yeah. the high school version, like the quad's still there. Remember wow. where they used to hang out and yeah. have sandwiches and the guy who liked the pogues would hit on Spike. So I'm like, this is the quad. This is awesome. Do you uh, do you remember video hits more or like much music? Uh, I was an early video hits guy because we did not have much music. We didn't have the full cable package in the Reed household. But then, yeah, then I remembered much for sure. That was like. You look back like that was how like how did we get our new music back in the day, right? And it was you waited. You waited patiently. It was awesome. It was the way you should, you kind of earned it. Yeah. You don't have to earn anything today. So you kind of had to earn stuff back. Right? You did. Um, Canadian music road trip CD one. If you if you only had one, you got to drive coast to coast. You got one from a Canadian artist. Looking at it right now, April Wine's greatest hits. Shout out Miles Goodwin, who passed away today on the day we're recording this. Miles was the lead singer of April Wine. My wedding song, when my wife walked down the aisle, was I'm on fire for you, baby, by my, by April Wine. And Miles signed the album uh, to my oh, wife. Wow. I, I, I'm a huge April Wine guy. And, uh, man, Miles passing today, that, that stunk. Uh, I had the honor of introducing him on stage the last couple summers at the Nova Celebrity Golf Tournament in Summerside PEI. We do it on Larry PEI. And, man, I have a theory, and I know it's true. If people don't know April Wine, they do, because you'll hear it on Canadian radio. And they're like, who sings that? That's awesome. Guaranteed it's an April Wine song. And if I had to have another one, it would be uh, Sandbox 
the original CD because my buddies are in Sandbox back in Pictou County. So, <laughs> you know, I'd rock some curious on the road, little question of my faith, stuff like that. <laughs> Weatherman. So, yeah, I love my Canadian rock, but much love to Miles Goodwin who passed away today. Okay, your favorite Sasky person from Sask, not Colby, Colby Wayne Armstrong. Rose. No Colby Armstrongs allowed. Who else? No Armstrongs? No Armstrongs allowed. Go with Derek the Body Bidwell. Uh, Saskatchewan sportscaster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the body for sure. And we'll get his uh, brother-in-law, Kevin Kaminsky, in there as well. Matt Keller this summer, total beauty. But, man, I'm not just sucking up. I've said this before. I've never met a bad person from Saskatchewan. Like, I, I, I worked in Calgary for years. And what's the biggest city in Saskatchewan? It's Calgary, Calgary, right? That's just a joke. So I met a lot of wonderful people from Saskia. But, yeah, shout out Shannon Brisky as well, former Saskatchewan Husky. Barney, I see you laughing. So we'll give a shout out to Myron Byron Brisky as well. But a special shout out to Derek the Body Bidwell. Because if it wasn't for the body, I would have never met Brisky. <laughs> Oh wow! There's some yeah. probably some stories there. There are there yeah. are the, the brisky brisky and the body and I have had some good times over the years. And yeah, throw lot, a little, lots of fun. Throw a little Rhett Warner in there. The Warner throw some Rhett Warner in there. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You, see, you can't go wrong with Saskatchewan people. They're the best. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just just one more plug for the book. It's selling well. It's uh, it's Christmas kind of season. People, uh, people get it anywhere. Ken Reed's hometown hockey heroes. You can get it everywhere. It's actually, guys, it's the perfect stocking stuffer because it's not a hardcover, so you can bend it and put it in a in a stocking. But there's some awesome stories in there for people that grew up a long way from the NHL and, and know what a hometown hero is. Oh, like the, the the old thing was right, guys. The why didn't he make it? He didn't make it. I'm like, maybe he did. You don't have to make it to the NHL to make it. And you guys know that from all these senior leagues in Saskatchewan and the old Saskatchewan Junior A League and freaking guys just giving her, right? Like it's just it's just awesome. It's you guys know what language I'm speaking. Like it's it's hockey language. It's I'm like my, my, the other thing with this book is when you read it, I want to go, why didn't you do a story on this guy? Because he's the guy from my town. And I also living in Toronto now, I'm like, I, I kind of when I was a kid, I always thought, oh, man, I don't get to go to the NHL. But now I'm like, I kind of had the best of both worlds. Because in grade seven, you know, we do a trip to the Montreal Forum. And then I get to see the Mariners again. But people who grew up in Toronto, they didn't get to see small town hockey. So I'm hoping people in big cities that buy the book can go, oh, that's what you guys are talking about. That kind of hockey. I see you guys both nodding. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, like the guy from your town fighting the guy from the other town and then sniping on the goalie from the other town and then fighting them in the summer when you see them at the campground because of what happened in the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like a buddy of mine once goes to the bathroom at the Picto Tavern, right? He's taking a pee and bam, he gets punched right in the back of the head. And the guy yells, right before he punches, the guy yells, this is for hair arse. So he was fighting him because he'd gotten into it with hair arse, the goalie, earlier in the year in the Picto Town League playoffs, like four months earlier. So sometimes it carries off the ice. <laughs> Ideally. Yeah. I want you to do one more thing. I want you to pretend you're a hockey player and yeah. somebody asks you a question and you throw as many cliches into yeah. uh, into an answer as you possibly can. Okay, Brandon, let's do a between-period interview and you can introduce me and then ask me the question. Let's go. Okay, let me uh, let me see here. Um, all right, joined after the first 20 minutes by Pictou County Mariners fourth-liner Ken Reed. And you find yourselves down 3 nothing after 20 minutes of play. What do you guys got to do to get things corrected out there? 
Well, you know, Brandon, I think it got a little out of hand there. We didn't get off to a quick start. The boys on the other team got off to a pretty quick start. I think we got to go back to our game. We got to put in a full 60 here. You know, we first took the first 20 off, but I think we get a full 60. You know, we got to go out there, get pucks on that, get pucks in deep, you know, get the cycle going and, uh, you know, just uh, see how it goes up. But uh, I think the most important thing, Brando, is uh, just getting back to, uh, to playing our game. Yeah, you talk about playing your style of game, but uh, yeah, like five penalties you took there in the first period. How do you clean that up while still still playing your style of game? Uh, yeah, you know, I think things got a little out of hand there with the with the five hooking miners on me. I don't think I've ever seen that before, but uh, you know, I think I just got to go out there and play my game, and uh, hopefully the boys will kill off that final five I got there the like, two minutes ago. But uh, hopefully the boys will get back to it, and then you know, I just got to get out there and play my game, get pucks in deep, and uh, drive to the net. Thanks, Ken. You got it. That was that was awesome, man. Beauty. Good luck awesome. with the book. We'll Thanks, do it again. Guys. This was a blast. Anytime, eh? Thanks, Ken. We'll do it again. Boys, that was Ken Reed. You guys did a good job. Sorry, couldn't make that one. And that's for uh, 2020. Malcolm Vance, when you guys need some land chopped up, he'll he'll rip on down there. Maybe not wearing his white sunglasses, but he'll come and do it right. Get the quads out there. They'll stake everything out. Chop up your land the right way. Support local. They support local. Get her done properly. I just mentioned mentioned earlier in the show it's weird winter that it's not really winter in a lot of places. Probably getting lots of work done now. Unexpected. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Getting a lot of unexpected work work done for December, so he hasn't hit full on uh, Christmas mode yet. Yeah, but old old Malcolm and I we've been talking a lot because there's a curling event going on in Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yeah, Grand Slam of Curling World Financial Group Masters is what it's called. Mouthful. Uh, Malcolm and I have been talking because you might not, you might know he's a big curling guy, right? He's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his finger. Uh, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going with it. So him and I have been texting back and forth about uh, bets and who's going to win on this uh, play now Saskatchewan app because he's he's on there now. He's a nooner promo code. But uh, why don't you give a little rundown on uh, on our deal with play now? And in the meantime, he's given me a lock for Thursday that I'll give out on the show. Yeah. It's so funny because after that, I was going to get into the gambling corner for playnow.com and I went to the site and I went to the curling and then Brandon started talking about it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Playnow.com, Nooner fans, we have the promo code for you. It's just Nooner, N-O-O-N-E-R. You get $50 in the casino. You get an extra $50 in the sports book and all you got to deposit is $10. You're probably going to do a little bit more, do whatever you can, sprinkle however. Do it responsibly and you must be 19 years of age or over. Playnow.com. All the money stays in Saskatchewan. Used to support Saskatchewan organizations, all that kind of help. Getting paid off is uh, getting payback if you win is nice and easy as well. It is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. And you must be 19 years of age or older. All right. Because you're looking for tomorrow. And always use your game sense. Always use your gaming sense. I was looking so, at placing some bets today. I have no idea who any of these people are. I actually cashed one this morning. There's nothing degenerate like gambling on curling at eight in the morning for the, mo- the morning draw. But uh, this bet. You got to smoke when you're doing that. This bet is for Thursday. Okay. And you got to be an early bird. Hate to see it, but you got to be one of the uh, the early birds here because the odds aren't out yet, but he looked at the draw. This is how dialed in this guy, and he doesn't even need the odds. He looked at the draw, <laughs> and he said, uh, Team Magnus Ramsfeld. I, I don't know how to say that. Uh, Magnus Ramsgel is playing <laughs> Shalinsky. 
<laughs> on sheet D, two very non-known uh, teams. He says, <laughs> no, and, and responsibly, of course. No odds posted yet, but Magnus Ramsfell, gel guy, three units lock, three unit bet. And I said, all I replied back was lock. And he said, the farm. So <laughs> responsible. Like oh, if you're, if you're going to put the farm on the line, you got to have at least 10 or 20 of them to uh, responsibly yeah. make that. But we joke about that, but obviously responsibly yeah. Magnus Ramsfell or however I, the hell you say that. <laughs> Thursday morning, 8.30 draw, three units. Whatever you normally bet, three units, three times that. Can can you remind me, because I'll probably forget. Remind me. I definitely want to sprinkle. But yeah, playnow.com, that's what we're talking about. There's so much to play on. You know, like the late at night, if you really want, and you got uh, lots of NCAA football coming up, right? Like that is good stuff. You you can bet on esports. Not that I ever would probably go down that. Yeah, they got everything on their playnow.com support the nooner support everything in saskatchewan they've been awesome to us and yeah they'll be awesome to you just gamble responsibly use your gaming sense is this uh is it time for senior hockey or take a seat tomato tomato okay let's go uh let's what, what do you have for senior belts where are you at in your comeback you know i i haven't got we haven't got the the T's crossed and the I's dotted yet, but I've been training, trying to get back into shape. Got another big skate coming up here Friday. So yeah, just trying to get everything ironed out, fellas. Don't know if it's going to happen or not, but uh, we're working on it. Working on it. Old Clarky though, Jordan Clark made yeah. a comeback with Rowe. He He's did. almost as old as you, isn't he? He played on the weekend. He's a little bit younger, but yeah. So I think if I'm running Rolo, I only want one really old defenseman. Like, oh, I don't have room sure. on the roster for two really old defensemen. So. For sure. So we just hope Clark, he doesn't get hurt. You might does, have to wait till the phone ring if, if he bails at any minute. I might have to in. I might have to. It's got to stay in shape. You never know when the phone's going to ring. Always use your game shape. I don't think we need to get too far into the senior hockey uh, leagues-wise. Of course, our senior hockey top 10 show is going to be out tomorrow. But I was just going to mention provincial hockey um, deadline has come and gone in terms of provincial playdowns. Last year, we had 41 teams register in senior hockey in Saskatchewan. I've, I've heard as of right now, we're around 45, maybe even up to 46 with a, nice, you know, right at the deadline uh, team getting in for 46. But we're up from last year. I think that's uh, that's welcome news. The other, uh, the other thing I was going to mention, apparently there's going to be no B division champion because only three teams signed up for B. Yeah. Uh, Wilkie, Grenfell. And who was the other one? Kindersley. Kindersley, allegedly. Yeah, Kindersley, allegedly, those were the three. So from what I understand, Kindersley is bumped up to A, uh, maybe even Grenfell. But Grenfell's probably C, Wilkie is C for sure. So I mean, it's interesting this year because there's going to be one less provincial champion, right? There's not going to be, uh, Yeah. that's kind of crazy. And but more we, more teams. We are going to have the reveal show again. It's going to be live. We're going to do all that with the fine folks from Hockey Sask. We're in talks of doing our bracket challenge. Uh, if you look at it, every one of the sponsors, something on the Monday noon are kind of fun. We're taking sponsors for the bracket challenge again. Get some nice gifts for everyone. You wanted to mention something? Yeah, last year we did the trip to Elkridge, right? We're not, uh, that could happen again this year. We haven't locked that in yet, but let's just say we're going to try and make it bigger and better this year. Obviously, if we get a few extra sponsors, it might be easier to juice it up a bit. But uh, Bracket yeah. Challenge will for sure be back. I texted the Bracketologist this morning. 
<laughs> and to uh, confirm his support would be behind us. And he said, absolutely. So he said he's going to fine tune it over Christmas and make it better on the bracket side too. So guaranteed that guy's at a hockey rink right now. I guarantee, I guarantee he's at a hockey rink right now. Every time I go to a rink, I feel I turn around and there's Kellen. Oh, there's, he's over there. He's there. I feel he's at a hockey rink all the time. Or he's got ice for sale. Oh, yeah, big, yeah, he trades. He buys big. low and sells high. Although Tim said big. the ice isn't going to going to get any higher, so that's yeah, big, uh, big ice slinger. That's our first Billy guarantee uh, of the show. Senior the hockey, the player of the week. Tarps oh. are sponsored by our friends at Last Mountain Distiller, Distillery, so they still have some of that salted caramel whiskey. Not much, I, though. No, not much. And they do have a few bottles of cherry whiskey that they found that they're out. So if you need the stocking stuffer, you only can get these in Lumsden at the distillery. It is fantastic. I, I'm crushing the ginger ale press salted caramel. Uh, and I guess there's a nice paralyzer you can do. So they have some recipes there when you go out to the distillery too. But bottles, they have a few left. Nice, nice little thing for someone. Or some cherry whiskey, or just any of the regular stuff there. So, Last Mountain Distillery, they sponsor the Player of the Week tarps. Now, I was out boots on the ground last week in Balgoni as they hosted Raymore, and I handed out this is this is story. I handed out two tarps, Player of the Game, both to Raymore. I wanted to give one to Balgoni. I went down to Balgoni's locker room, and they were having a come to Jesus. As oh. a team. Yeah, it was quiet in there. Big chat. Was Uncy in there? Was Uncy in there? No, pacing? he was he was at a tournament in like Lorburn or something. But oh, okay. the coach or somebody was really having a speech to the club. So I just kind of backed away, not today, disco lady, and uh, went back down to Raymore's locker room and I handed a tarp to Arthur Miller. He was buzzing all night for Raymore, and he was actually really proud and happy to get a tarp. And then also to a young Tanner Linford. He took a massive, I think it was a stick in the face. He had a nasty-looking rash on there. I don't know if he's going to scar that up. But, yeah, so Linford and Miller get the tarps for player of the week. Lucky Old, Linford. unlucky Linford. Yeah, I Unlucky Linford. Hate to see that. And, um, oh. Okay, so I got a, I got one as well. Uh, can I continue? Can I continue? Go. You got to play this game. So this is the new hockey game. They were calling it Shinko. It's five bucks. So you got six. We were up in the in the perch, right? Mm-hmm. And we had five guys. So everyone threw in five bucks. You got 25 bucks. So it starts with the guy. Every whistle, the money goes to the next guy, the next guy. Whoever's holding the money when a goal scored wins the money. It's a oh. fantastic game. It's super fun. I won three for a set. I was net. 75 up by about a hamburger and a french fry so whatever i won three on the five and then the raymore boys were getting a little angry they wanted to go 20 on the last one so everyone put in 20 i won that as well so i was joking that i think i crippled part of the raymore credit union on friday night (laughs) (laughs) safety deposit boxes were blowing out there on monday (laughs) great old lucky limford's gonna have to uh Gonna have to just stick strictly to free uh, trips when he's on the road from now on. Free trips. And one of the guys from Raymore, that was funny because they're they're all they're great guys. As they're hammered. You guys, let guy me just say, them, as a as a guy who walked by, you and the Raymore guys were on the same level 
<laughs> that's I needed to protect my eyeballs. That's why my hat was so low. I was in a few different things, but the uh, one guy calls him lights out Linford. Remember when we talked to him when he had the lights off for the for the home opener? This guy called him that all night lights. Yeah, this is the guy that calls me lights out Linford. And I'm like, where was that from? Then I remembered when he we I gave him the nickname when he pulled the lights at the home opener. Lights that's sorry, lucky. that's a lot of talking on the Raymore and a lot uh, of Raymore. That's our Raymore segment. <laughs> Brought to you by Zipperlock Zipper Buildings and Raymore, your one-stop <laughs> shop. Um, <laughs> hey, we want to, uh, I want to give out another one, Player of the Week. And we won't oh, get yeah, too far into different good. nominees, but I want to give a shout out more than anything in a Player of the Week to Bella McKee out there in Neilberg in the Sask Prairie Hockey League. I think she is 23. Wow. Goalie for Neilberg, played half the games, got like a 2.0 goals against and like a 9.50 Actually, the guy told me they don't keep track, but the team keeps track of the shots and stuff. She's like over 920 save percentage. She's like, if we didn't shit the bed, she'd be like over a 950 save percentage. So Bella McKee from out there, goalie for the Neilberg Monarchs player of the week. Uh, Wapple's got nothing on her. I thought that was kind of cool. I I don't know the last time I've I've heard of a female uh, suited up in a Sasky senior hockey game. So. She did. Awesome. She played last year as well, and that one kind of slipped over our radar. I think she played six or seven games last year in Neilberg. Uh, that was her first year senior, but very cool. I think she coaches some some goalies and stuff in that area as well. So, player of the week, one hundred percent. Let's get into. Oh man, tirade collectible. Barry's weird question for high tech profiles. Does anyone got anything there, or do you want to go into? Well, I'll take a seat. It's going to take a, a bit here. I feel. <laughs> Gonna I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll mm. tell myself to take, let's get in to take a seat. Let's do okay. take a seat first. Yeah. Take a seat brought to you by the rusty shovel. Another, uh, guy who's reaping Double. the benefits of curling on the Plainhouse Sportsbook. Sean Stefan fully, uh, in on that nooner code, fully vested, fully, uh, vested rusty shovel landscape shop, the rusty shovel.ca. Uh, they've got a design center, don't they? They've got, Get anyway. drawn up for you. He can drop some plans. Can't you get your own quote by going online and and yeah. Uh, yeah. doing that? You should go online, get him, give him a few measurements, send it in. They'll be able to quote you online, over the phone, oh. whatever it is. You don't even have to go in there. Sorry, facts. I had beers. Send him a fax. I had beers with him last uh, Friday. He's got so much stock that he got uh, this. I think his company was blowing stuff out, or this company was whatever, and he bought it all. And he's got. So for contractors looking for jobs for next year, and yeah, with no snow, you can be going out and checking them out. It'll still be He's buzzing now. Lots of product, lots and lots and lots. Well, of and it's buzzing. best sale, I think, right end of the year, right now. That's yep, big. Sale. Everything must go. He said he did a little video I watched in the. Uh, They're even selling. He's even selling the selling the original talk. rusty shovel <laughs> avalanche is for sale yeah, as that. well. Steven the the nostalgia that. with that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many teen burgers did he slop all over the seat in that thing? <laughs> Is he a big teen burger guy? I don't know. Teen burger guy. <laughs> big Mac. Take a seat. Here we go. My first one, and then you guys can go. <laughs> Here we go. I noticed this in Swift Current, and it's always bothered me. <laughs> I don't like it. It doesn't look good. It looks weird and awkward. Fast two steppers. You know when a song's on, and then there's those those people that are freaking really going. They really like, want to go fast. It's not. It's not even to the beat. That just looks awkward. So take a seat. Fast two steppers. Take a seat, son. I gotta take a seat to uh, something that 
I came across today for the first time. I stopped at a local grocery store and got a yogurt and a few other things for my lunch. And I went to grab a spoon and all they had was the wooden utensils. That's the worst. Those have to be the, that had to be, I couldn't even eat it with that. It It tasted terrible. And it feels bad on your teeth. If that makes sense. Yeah. Awful. So you're too young, Brandon, but Shane, you might remember, you might remember like Dairyland used to have those ice cream cups. With the wooden like (laughs) spatula thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was terrible. But But we still crushed them. When you were a kid and you got those things rolled through your school, whatever day that was, oh, them. mama, I would eat that thing off a of freaking yeah. donkey's toe. It was Wouldn't so matter. good. Yeah, Big donkey toe guy. Take a seat, son. My first one, I'm going back to the well, going back to the politics. Take a seat to the city of Regina. They say they're only going to raise property. They want to raise property tax 2.8%. Not going to get into it, but if you go down the mill rate for the water, garbage fee and everything. They're actually trying to raise our tax another 4.2%. Just like year after year, Sandra and her tax increases. She's too dumb to freaking run the city without tax increases. So hopefully she's gone in 2024. That's my hot take. I think every mayor in the world is raising taxes. It's just, they can't just every year. They can't take, figure out a better Saskatoon's even worse. Oh yeah. Charlie Clark is absolutely nerdy. Oh, massive pigeon. Take a seat, son. Yeah, like they're getting drilled. I, I don't. I think they finally kiboshed the new the new library, or was that Regina that came to oh, their senses? Like, get with the t- who you yeah. like. I mean, hey, we safe. still use it, but I mean, like, safe. Just go online. It's just a safe injection site, basically downtown uh, libraries. Brutal. Take a seat, son. Take a seat, Brandon. Tournament of Champions, the most expensive hockey tournament. That we can go to. Both kids are going back to back weekends. These guys, I get the rub. Don't get me wrong. The hotel associations in on the rub. Everyone's getting a little kickback. <laughs> hey, everyone, make their share. Go nuts. All good. But these guys take it to the next level. Brandon, the most expensive tournament we're going into this year. Brandon, hotel. They tell you what hotel to stay at. Yeah, they we're give staying, you a hotel. We're staying at a Holiday Inn Express. For 190 a night plus taxes and fees. 190 in Brandon for a holiday in Express. That I can I can do that if I'm going to play hockey in Banff and waking up in the morning in the mountains are right there. And there's hotels so, in Brandon that weekend. If we don't have to, if we don't get dictated where we have to go stay at. And we're there too. Fortunately, well, not fortunately, my daughter broke her collarbone, so we don't have to go. So I get to save that money that weekend. But yeah, that is crazy. I got the same. I got the same quote, Shink. I can't remember what when we're, we're staying at. Like, is it like the Clarion or something like that? There too. It's the same thing. One hundred ninety a night. It's like what? They got the old Fairmont and Brandon. Yeah, the old, the old flower uh, bedspread still well, for for one hundred ninety bucks. They better be giving out fucking watches and our iPods for player of the game. They all, this also better be like an all inclusive, like all my meals are included and all Pina my colada is included at this freaking holiday and express. They, they got a Vitamix at the front desk. You just make your own margaritas. Pina I'm just going to go to the concession and start taking stuff and being like, come on, you mean to tell me this wasn't all free. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to tell the Sask party to take a seat. And I want to no. preface by saying it's not just, 
something they do. It's something everybody does, but it just so happened to be them that got me twice this week. I like it. With the pre-recorded phone message. Oh, yeah. Like, are you paying a company? How much money? Your money. Like, your money. phone messages are not a good way to reach people in 2023. No. It's a waste of money. It's annoying. And I usually answer the phone because it's a work phone. I get calls from all over. Yep. So I'll answer it even at nine o'clock at night. Probably do a fault, but just I go Rod to answer Hulk. it. John, just Rod Hulk like yeah. to hear your voice. <laughs> Hello, hey, is this Brandon? This is Rod. <laughs> just talk to me. Just talk so, to me. So <laughs> anyway, I get one the other night twice, and it's like a uh, different number. I think it said like Humboldt or something. Oh, hey. Didn't hear let's you pick ride. up there. Bronx, let's ride. <laughs> Didn't hear you pick up the phone there. This is a pre-recorded message. I'm just, just stop doing those. Those are a waste of money. They're a waste of time. Nobody even answers their phone anymore. Take a seat, son. Better off to send the text Agreed. from from Karen. Yeah. Whoever it was to be the wasn't Karen, send the text maybe. out. Go on the just emergency line and just send a text out. Or or better yet, have your representatives knock on their door knock, knock on our door come and see us in person a door I, shink i think recorded phone messages council. me me and boz will help you out we'll come we'll knock on doors with you nod no if i ran for city council i would just set up like at the busiest corners like a lemonade a week, stand license oh, yeah, plate tarps set up, like with one of those things that's like hey they just give tarps we get up a big sign we'd give away some tarps and hats i would hire dancing bob Oh, smart play. Yes. I see. Give away. That's, just, that's just a tip of the iceberg on what goes on up there. You know, sure. I picture you set up with a hippie van, you know, the people that sell the towels yeah. Yeah. around the exhibition and stuff with <laughs> six towels. Nooner towels, one of six original <laughs> Nooner towels for sale. <laughs> they're flags. They sell uh, flags, not so we much need towels some... or blankets. No, we there's towel guys. We need new flags. You were going to get on that, man. That's your lane. That's me? Yes. All right. I'll get on that tonight. Is that okay. the, end of the shout out? That's that's it for or the shovel. Take, take a seat. Take a seat for uh, our friend. The shovel. Shout out towel salesman at the exhibition. You're a weapon. <laughs> what a beauty. The tirade, collectible corner, Barry's weird question, all that for high tech profile, Saskatchewan largest Saskatchewan's largest steel processor. 100 staff working around the clock seven days a week to keep Western Canadian manufacturing going, customized services to meet needs of large and small clients. They got the flat, the tube, laser cutting, plasma cutting, water jet router, forming, rolling, and more. Locally owned, nearly 30 years supporting communities that support them. Perfect. Is it uh, so question? You know what the question is? I, I was shocked when you put it on X or Twitter about Christmas music and how yeah. many people said don't no like Christmas. What's this world coming to? That is the best part of the month. It's the it depends which kind though. Like my no, because my wife puts on the Mariah Carey stuff. It's garbage. I can't handle it. your stuff. You're playing some Charlie Pride. I can get I can oh. get into it. So I'll take devil's advocate in the fact I thought less people would like it more so than more. Like in a traditional poll style, I thought it'd be about 60, 60 70% don't like it. Mm. Would have been my guess. But yeah, the last time I looked, it was like 55% say take a seat and 45% of people crank it up. I am a traditional Christmas music guy. Like yeah. the the Brenda Lee, you know, yeah. wham. I'm, I'm not like the... The new remake no. of the original, unless Agreed. it's Metro's Twelve Days of Christmas, but uh, I agree. I'm a I'm a big Wham guy, Brenda Lee. 
He's a wow. weapon. Wow. There. So Charlie Pride. If people are out there and looking for uh, to expand their Christmas playlist when they're with their relatives, the Charlie Pride's got a couple of real good bangers. Uh, Randy Travis, Alan Jackson, Buck Owens, real hidden gem. And I love Brian Adams Christmas album. I'm going to uh, Boney M. Give me Boney M. Give me Mary's boy. Child. Yeah. Give me all Little that drummer stuff. boy. guy. 24 seven starting on the 22nd. And then like, just some of it takes you back. Like some of like the Charlie pride stuff. Like I said to you guys earlier, it takes me back to like my dad, just guzzling whiskey and playing it on an eight track or a record player. And then it would Vinyl. skip. And then he'd yell. Oh. Cause I was jumping on the shag carpet. Vinyl so good. Sounds like a, sounds like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the Granado. The, hey, maybe get a little takeout from the Granado. Yeah. So I was the question. I was actually surprised. So I guess I'm not off my rocker. I uh, I got it. I say it every year. The best album, my favorite album, Ellen Jackson's "Let It Be Christmas." Little up, little down, little in between. A little bit of everything on levels. there. Yeah. Takes but full send Christmas Eve. Have a bunch of drinks. Play "Let It Be Christmas" by Ellen Jackson. That's uh. That's a memory I'm going to start making, just like Barry on the shag carpet. (laughs) My own memory. In the, uh, (laughs) let's go right into our awesome new spawn, another one of our new sponsors, and keep this going. I am surprised we haven't seen any pictures. Right. From Christmas party. Western Sales. Christmas, the big banger in Saskatoon. Western Sales dealerships in Rosetown, Bigger, Central Butte, Davidson, Elrose, and Outlook. John Deere, we're talking green machine. Western I wonder Sa- what if the fellas had it at the Granada. We didn't, we just don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's where they were buzzing. Maybe Dude. they were there the night boss tried to get some off sale. Yeah, it's probably all they could get in Saskatoon. So they, they'd probably pick that place. Yeah. I don't even think all their staff would fit in there. Uh, <laughs> no wouldn't be able to all get a VLT, that's for sure. But maybe they haven't had it yet. Like I know my work Christmas party is actually in January. They, oh, they do it after the after post, the buzz. Maybe rooms Christmas. are cheaper. I don't know. It might be something to do with it. But yeah, ours is like middle of January season. So maybe Western Sales does the same thing. I don't know. Reached out to Roxanne there and said anything new for the fellas to mention. We've been mentioning the she tech. Said, keep buzzing. The service technician. She says, nope, that's good. Still hiring all locations. So if you got someone that you're looking for a new gig, um, Technician in the farm implement field, a great company to work for. Yeah. And yeah, they pay for some schooling. They get you dialed in. It's a great parents program. Will be, parents will be proud. You can go back home at Christmas with a nice job and they'll be proud of you. Mom won't be slagging on you for being a loser. Oh, that brings back memories too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we... Uh... <laughs> Before we, Carol, before we head out I of here, I see Carol. I don't even know what Carol. <laughs> you know what? She's Carol. If I, I want to tell stories yelling. about my childhood, I could talk about the wooden spoon for the second time this week because that oh, used to be the old uh, big wooden spoon. spoon. Had yeah. had a wooden spoon uh, debate conversation today. It must be wooden spoon season. We, we did it. We did earlier in the show as well, talking about the uh, uh, yogurt I bought. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you got Ukrainian genetics. The wooden spoon stands fucking no chance. No chance. You just go ahead. Let her fly on the old ass. Rat, I don't care. Smash but you bring out that. We called it the Wiko. It was like Ukrainian word. That belt come flying oh, around. Yeah. You, I can take out an eyeball. Now oh, you're, yeah. now you're you, on guard. You see the old man start undoing it. You're like, head, ah. head on a swivel. It's yeah, like you're getting, moving. Getting called up. 
to the league that's above you. You got to be. You, <laughs> you were doing have your head down. You were doing. You were doing your own rookie lap in the kitchen. <laughs> Everyone bailed on you. Yeah, we've. Uh... Think that fucking wooden spoon's funny, eh? How about this? 174 twirls, and we've learned a lot about Barry's childhood here in the last five minutes. <laughs> Dag, and before we uh, end the show, I wanted to say tomorrow's senior hockey top 10 show. I just wanted to oh. touch on a couple other little, uh, I guess, teasers for tomorrow's senior show. Better. Obviously, the Sass Valley was all over the place, so possible new number one tomorrow, right? Senior hockey top 10 show. Another thing that we're going to talk about, I heard that Musiman is being like the most aggressive uh, girlfriend or boyfriend in the world right now in Saskia oh, really? senior hockey. They are going after everybody's studs to try and get recruit them for a provincial run. And apparently mm. they're uh, putting their best foot forward. So we'll talk about some alleged rumors in uh, Musiman's aggressiveness on tomorrow's show. We'll have to go to a game for sure then. Down to the old Schweiner, Schweinerina. Another thing that we're going to talk about, a game in the Wheatland that had 219 penalty minutes, line uh, bench brawl of, of suspensions. It's like you get a 10 or everyone else on the ice gets a 10. What was that in the NHL you get a last 10. couple weeks ago? Yeah. So gong show game in the Wheatland. We'll mention that on tomorrow's show. Apparently a couple of St. Wahlberg's, the Derzinski brothers, apparently they've got a new home in the Sask West. They've relocated yeah. after their team fold. So we'll mention that on the show. And apparently St. Wahlberg, not sure what's going on there. Allegedly. Not speculate. Allegedly. But apparently they've got their sights set on uh, moving to a different league. We'll talk about that alleged, alleged thing there. Apparently, uh, yeah, that's so, that's one alleged. of the other things that will come up. Yeah. On tomorrow's show. I and yeah, I'm going to talk. I'm going to have some boots, hopefully, in Oxbow on Friday, and then I want to get into the Tiger Hills Hockey League tomorrow. A little Tiger Hill because I'm going to get some boots on the ground there next month and. Want to kind of run down what's going on in the Tiger Hills League? Give some love to them. So last week on the show, I mentioned Edam was playing their game at the Soto First Nation, and then I said, "Oh, their ice probably isn't ready." And then I said right after, "I'm like, oh, I'm just joking," because in my head I was actually kind of serious, but because I, I knew their ice was always like it needed to be cold and stuff. I actually read that apparently Edam, uh, it is that is the reason they played all the games on their own. The ice isn't ready to go. Oh, the unusually warm weather up there. So. Edam like plays the rest of the month in Turtleford. So when I did say that last week, apparently I was onto something. Didn't uh... you weren't off the rail? That's right. Like this show has been right. Anybody got anything else before this show wraps up? All good. Let's do it. Christmas tunes on the way out, or we're gonna risk it. What do you got? (laughs) Uh, Be creative. Surprise us. Yeah, it's just chuck one in there. See you tomorrow. Later. There's a white Christmas in my hometown There the streets are snowy, shining bright And the lights on all the Christmas trees are burning For old Santa's sure to come this very night There are jingle bells and Christmas carols singing By the children